0: That and the impending doom of DirectX 12, whenever that comes around. (laughs) That won't be until it's released. (laughs) That'll that'll be never.
1: I'm holding out till DirectX 13 X2, like in Final (laughs) Fantasy. Okay, everyone, stock stop piling that. I screwed that up. Take three. Take nine. Everyone, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why did I even write this? Everyone, stop stockpiling your poop. It's time for XP quest. And of course, with me is my co-host and fellow dino dino kibble enthusiast, Raytech. Greetings. And we are joined tonight by our guest host, Mackie. Good evening. And we are recording live July 21st, 2016. And tonight's show topic is Ark Survival Evolved. Join the Ark. Ah! Okay. I have uh, terrible, terrible dinosaur noises that we'll probably insert throughout the show. Uh, they'll be on the, 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 the recorded version, not the live version. Uh-huh. <laughs> Most of them, I'm not going to lie, are from Turok Dinosaur <laughs> Hunter.
0: Because, you know. Good, 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 good. That's a good game.
1: <laughs> but that only had like two. It only really had two different types of dinos, though. Do you, do you realize that? That was the, the failing of Turok Dinosaur Hunter. You didn't really get to hunt dinosaurs. Well, it had the raptor, and what else? Uh, There was a T-Rex fight somewhere in the middle. It was like wow. a, a big boss battle. Yeah. I, I, believe me, I never got to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I found some cheat codes. There's hope. It's out on Steam. Okay. <laughs> so tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about Ark Survival Evolved. And just a quick overview, it is an action-adventure survival video game developed by Studio Wildcard, Instinct Games, Effecto Studios, and Virtual Basement. A lot of studios involved. Um... It is out on. Uh, I know it's out on PC. Do you guys know? Is it out yet on, on any of the other stuff?
2: It's on Xbox. Okay, so it's out on PC and a, Xbox. Yeah, I don't know if it's out for PlayStation yet or not.
1: And then uh, in the game, players must survive to be stranded. players must survive being stranded on an island filled with roaming dinosaurs, natural hazards, and potentially hostile human players. And I will underline that word right there: potentially hostile human players. Let's hit uh, Control-U. Yeah. Not on our servers. Yeah, if, you, if you play mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on, the, on, the, on the official servers, you will come across potentially hostile human players. 99.9% <laughs> of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't watch the dinosaurs. Watch for people in loincloths <laughs> running around <laughs> sticks. Okay, so the game is either played from a third-person or a first-person view, and the world is navigated on foot or by riding a dinosaur. Uh, so, players use firearms, improvised weapons to defend against hostile humans and creatures, and the ability to build bases as a defense, which is definitely necessary. And the game both has single player and multiplayer options, with the latter allowing players to engage in simultaneous gameplay. So, that out of the way, how did you guys find
0: ARC? Like, what got you into this? <laughs> um probably streamer slash youtuber hype when the uh, when it was f- first uh yeah first released
2: i'll agree with that that's about how i have came across it
1: i remember seeing previews for it and i swear like when i saw it this was a long time ago i saw pictures of it in a video and i saw it and i rolled my eyes i'm just like Cause it showed it like showed some dude like riding a dinosaur firing a machine gun, and I'm just like, what the hell is this? It's just like, it just like for a second there, I'm like, is this like Halo with dinosaurs? Like, I I thought it I thought that it was gonna be retarded, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. I just instantaneously dismissed it because typically I'm not a multiplayer like battle kind of a guy. But then Mm -hmm. um, I ended up getting it from a the humble monthly bundle. And it was, like, the the, the the month preview. Like, if you subscribe, they give you, like, a preview game. And this was the first one that came out. And I'm like, fine, I'll install it, which by itself is a small feat because it's not really compressed very well. It's huge. And then, like, I didn't know what I was getting into. And right off the bat, you know, I got a GTX 760, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat... I had it. I'm like, okay, you know, it's like any other game. We turn this, the you know, turn the the video options all the way up, and just my computer just choked. It was horrible. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be one of those games, kind of like Space Engineers, where it's just like there's something in the code that just hates video cards. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly friendly on the old video card. Oh that's for no, sure, no, huh? no, 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 no. It's
0: getting better.
1: Adjusting that, you know, I got in and. I didn't know how to play single player, so I just, I literally, my first time in, I jumped right into an official server and I, you know, died within minutes. I can't, like, I died on the beach. Like, I went over and punched a dinosaur, and that was the end of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I got offline. I watched, I think it was Slipgator. Uh, when I searched, he had, like, the popular, you know, YouTube series. I watched his starting. There was like they were in like season two or season three or something, and I'm like, oh Jesus! I'm like, I'm way behind on this game. I watched the first like five videos. Is I'm like, okay, now I understand. You gotta build a small base. You know, do the basics like in Minecraft. So I got back in the game, same exact server. Started building on the beach, and then as I'm putting on the thatch roof for my first hut. Some dude, swo- you know, swooped down on a pterodactyl and killed killed me. Just laid me out. Apparently, I built my base like on top of some other base, you know. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> you didn't get permission.
1: I learned the you hard did. way about playing multiplayer on the official servers. I died repeatedly, and uh, most of it was players. <laughs> so. I, my beginning was a little shaky and then, so then I just, I finally figured out how to play single player and I played offline single player by myself. And then of course I slowly got into learning all the settings to sort of tweak it to make it speed up, you know, like tweaking the experience and all that. And eventually I got to the point where I loved it so much. And then of course I found you guys and we made our server and the rest (laughs) is history.
0: (laughs) Well, I believe I started out a lot earlier than that. Uh, when the when the official initial hype came came around, uh, I think I picked it up for some sort of uh, bargain price. I must have, because I don't generally tend to buy things uh, at uh, full price. And I think it was definitely like very very early access at the time, and I started uh, a, basically single player world because I wasn't game enough to try multiplayer. <laughs> Lucky. And I admittedly, I don't think I actually got that far. I don't think I even got to the point of actually building anything because I think at that stage I was still in very much of a uh, a Minecrafter mindset. Or if I think it was before even Space Engineers, so <laughs> even even with Space Engineers, that still got like a bit of a Minecrafter mindset with blocks and stuff. Oh yeah. Only after. Pretty much Fallout, uh, playing through Fallout Four, and their crafting system. Coming back to Ark and being dragged in by uh, the uh, yours truly, the uh, host of this wonderful podcast. <laughs> Don't you blaspheme? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're a hideous host. Then is that better? That's so much better. Okay, um, still yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, since I had that uh, background, like with the four four building system, b- coming back to the ARC building system, it just clicked into place, and I was I was off and away, pretty much, trying to build uh, on on the server that uh, DJ put together, and found that the building system is very grindy. <laughs> Even after we
1: tweak the settings, it's still grindy. <coughs>
2: It's grindy even with a modded setting on it, too.
0: <laughs> true. Very true.
2: Yeah. I mean, I got into it just by watching Slip and Drax and all of them from season one, and it just looked like an interesting game. Mm-hmm. My kind of game I like.
1: Yeah, those guys, uh, especially some of those higher end YouTubers, they could really charismatically. Showcase the game without showing its faults, <laughs> you know, which is there. There's, there's a I, I, mean, lo- I love the game to death, but there's definitely a couple faults, you know, and it is early access. I, I keep telling myself mm-hmm. that, but uh,
2: it, but I will say it's one of the early access games that they will try and get it fixed ASAP, and it doesn't take till the next. Month, two months, three months before a patch comes out for it. If it's something major enough, it's usually the next day.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I guess about that, they do patching constantly. <laughs> like every and time. And not small patches yeah, either. Huge patches. Every time I turn Steam on. ARC's queued for patching,
0: queued for upload. You know? <laughs> and,
1: it's, and it's like a gigabyte. You're like, oh my god, what are they
0: doing to this game? Oh, only one? <laughs> yeah. On the major ones, it's more like five or six. It's like, oh my goodness, there's there goes about four <laughs> to five hours of my download time. Exactly.
2: <laughs> okay, mine only takes four or five minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, some of us who live in the promised land, anyway.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so... DJ Pigeons sends
2: them to me yeah exactly
1: <laughs> I sent it on a dodo didn't you get it yeah. <laughs> did you pick it up and throw it yeah exactly gotta <laughs> yeah, throw it like some poop <laughs> yeah so that that's a hilarious game feature that you could see why they put it into the game as a survival game but on the flip side you're like wow this is the first game I've seen where there's a button that actually forces your character to poop and you yep. you could use that for fertilizer to grow plants, which sounds disgusting, but it's real.
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Or you could just poop on people all the time, which is what it I've seen it mostly used for. <laughs> or
0: if you piss off a, a, a little monkey and he'll quite happily shove poop down your throat. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. After he knocks you up.
1: <laughs> so I threw in here that they listed as an action-adventure survival game. So, do you guys think that's a fitting game category? <laughs> I would say yes.
2: I would say yes.
1: Because it seems like, uh, I don't know, g- game categories of all over the place. It's pseudo, like, you know, first-person shooter isque. but at at most of the, the the progression levels, you know, you're still at, like, primitive technology until you start getting into the in-game stuff where you have metal and explosives and gunpowder. So for the most part, you're running around with sticks and, you know, leather thongs Mm -hmm. and
0: stuff. (laughs) I think it would be. Yeah, the Uh, best weapons are dinosaurs. Yes.
1: So uh, as far as the gameplay goes, uh, we wrote down that you collect resources, build structures, build tools and weapons, don't get 8 to F up. And of course, there's PvE or PvP. So, typically on the official servers, it's just the Wild West. So, you know, PvP is turned on, but even on, like, your server, PvP, PvP might be turned off, but the PvE, those dinosaurs, my God, you turn your back for 10 seconds and one just snatches you out of a bush. Just, just, oh my God. We don't have any of them, do we, Ray? Don't ever go out at night. <laughs> That's the answer. Don't ever go
0: out at night. <laughs> well, don't even go out during the day. I mean, there was like there was one instance where I was out uh, getting collecting some uh, cementing paste from some uh, beaver dams. Uh, I went up to the beaver dam, basically harvested, turned around, and there was this whole flock of, flock of terror bears going over again. And there was no battle music, no nothing. I just turned around, going, "Oh my god!" I you spend like... your time. Uh, you spend a lot of your time running.
2: Or looking over A your way. shoulder. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine
1: playing this game with, like, uh, an Oculus Rift? How
2: nauseating and terrifying that would be. <laughs>
0: oh, nauseating. <laughs> it would. Mm.
2: I wouldn't say it'd be nauseating, but you'd be tired by the time you got done playing. <laughs> you're going to spend half the time acting like you're running.
1: So, do you guys... Um, Seeing how it's, you know, it starts you off on an island with dinosaurs, but then it sort of gets you up to the point where you even have options of like rocket launchers and GPS stuff. Do you think the tech tree is adequate or do you think it sort of lacks? like because t- from my side, the the tech tree progression, like the center majority, like the stone tools sort of phase, just gets ridiculously grindy, if especially if you don't tweak the settings.
0: Well, it's either you tw- don't tweak the settings, or you don't have mods. Yeah, true. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, it is, but you have to look at based. If you look at the weapon tier, you have your weapons that are designed for natural survival, but then you have your rocket launcher, machine gun, and all that, which is more designed for the PvP side of it versus the pve true and i think that's what it and seeing people play it on youtube it's like oh yeah i gotta go for the machine gun until you realize that you unload 17 clips into it you know not playing modded dinos Mm -hmm. just playing regular you know vanilla arc and you still unload 16 clips into a level 100 spider true yeah (laughs) because it's not effective (laughs) (laughs) You know, it, it, it's a it's a good game.
0: yeah, speaking about the uh, the primitive weapons, there are there are servers out there that basically get rid of all the uh, the the major technology, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, not not allow it and hmm. have their their people playing with the uh, I think it's up to like medieval type um, mm-hmm. weaponry that sort of thing. So there is a, a i suppose a social class that uh, enjoys that sort of thing
1: yeah
2: <clears throat> well that's one of the updates that's coming out is that primitive um the primitive mod becoming a, uh, as part of official servers
0: ah. for the people
2: that like that that's actually one of the total conversions that's coming out with the next update huh. is the primitive plus
0: would that be the first total conversion so
2: they've done? I would say, yeah, the total conversion. I mean, the other one was Survival of the Fittest, but that was their own. <laughs> this is the first modded total conversion. I mean, other than the the center map, which was a, mm. a modded conversion map. But as yeah. far as the total conversion, yeah, the Primitive Plus will probably be the first one.
1: Now, one thing I remember that sort of irked me right off the bat was the inventory system in. It's hard on most of these games to sort of get a decent inventory system. We've almost been like beaten into our heads the whole Minecraft thing, where you just got a you know a number of slots and you could carry infinite weight. Mm. But in this game, you know you can carry whatever you want, but there's definitely a, a, a top weight. And it seems like as you start progressing further and further, the stuff you're resource gathering. Rocks, metal, etc. It just gets heavier and heavier and heavier, <laughs> and, and then on top of that, you're still carrying food
0: and water and that. And the interface itself is is quite mind-boggling when you're first starting out, too. Oh yeah, it, it's it's almost as confusing as the space
1: engineers, which is just when you don't when you don't know what you're getting into, and you open up the space engineers inventory, you're just like, uh like where do I start looking?
2: <laughs> mm. But I will say it's gotten better now with the, the new additions that they've added to the inventory where, you know, before you used to have to go and click on everything to get rid of it. Now you can search it and drop it all at one time instead of sitting there spending
0: mm, a half hour okay. yes. well, That's good. Yeah, because... I... That's one major update that I was very happy for. That
1: drove me crazy in... Uh, A version of Minecraft that I'm playing now Where it doesn't have inventory tweaks And just the fact that I couldn't sort stuff in Minecraft It just drove me crazy I'm like, it's one of those features you never think about Until it's gone And then
0: you're like, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, you've been playing modern Minecraft uh, so long That you exactly come to expect some standards Yeah, it's like, what are we, kids? We're playing regular Minecraft? (laughs)
1: So. So, um I know, uh, Raytech. You typically don't play like PvP for the most part. Mackie, nice. have, you, have you played? There, there's that game mode. What's the game mode where it's it's like survival of the fittest or something?
2: Yeah, it's it, survival of the fittest.
1: Do you do you know the details about how that works? And have you played it?
2: I've played it when like Drax and all them have their it opens their servers open to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played the first the first edition of it and the second edition of it, because now it's a totally separate... Before, when it came out, it was part of ARC itself. Now it's a whole separate, I guess you can se game itself.
1: <laughs> More download, yay.
2: Well, it, it's actually a smaller <laughs> download. <laughs> okay. Because you don't have to run it through... You don't have to log in the ARC to run the game itself like you used to. Now it's just a totally separate, and it's actually a smaller size. Huh. Um, I mean, it's nice if you... If you have, I know the one time I played it, the group I was with, the the, uh, tribe that I was in, the three or four of us that were in there, I mean, we worked as a team. You know, you had one guy gathering, you know, looking for dinos to gather hides. You had one gathering the berries and the wood and the thatch. Mm -hmm. You know, if you work as a team, then you can go pretty far as long as you guys don't get separated. Because then once you start going on all these teamings is when everybody else... uh, (laughs) And, I mean, playing with, like, Drax and Slip and Z and all them and all the other people that, you know, follow their stream, the one issue I find with it, and it was something, if you've ever watched the official streams, there is a long delay between what you're seeing on the screen to how far the game's already gone. Mm-hmm. Because people were doing what was called stream sniping. They were watching a certain individual, and then they were, tra- they were watching where they were on the map, and then they were running over to them. and of course if you have somebody you got people you know in your twitch stream that are are watching it and seeing what's going on they're able to go in and say okay yeah this is the person this is what was going on and you know of course then they ban them from joining in on the server so Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's nice it's fun if you have a good group of people um you know i've watched a whole bunch of different people i've even watched the tournaments they have and it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely a strategy and (laughs) the way they've updated it now i don't i like it but i don't like it because now everybody it used to be you went for the arrows the the crossbows and the bow and arrows because in survival everything if if you think the server settings we have rare upped you ain't seen nothing yet these Mm -hmm. are twice as fast i mean you you basically gather and you're getting 200 berries in one trip (laughs) (laughs) because you don't want to time limit berries and that's the thing you have it, it's the strategy from what i've been watching i don't know probably 15 20 different people you know from their perspective playing everyone has a different. some people you know up weight first and then they go up to you know they, they put a little bit of melee they find speed health and weight to be the keys <laughs> because no matter how much you up the melee if you look at how you shoot the bow now it's you know one load loaded one load it. well in survival the fittest with the new, the the new version, it's out you rapid fire and they stay with bows instead of crossbows now. And then they even go from, you know, staying with the bows as a backup to running out and grabbing as much wood and metal as you can to get up to the smithy, to get your rifles because the rifles do twice as much damage as trying to have a whole boatload of dinos in there. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, you know, and watching different people, it's, you know, some people are, I got to go tame dinos, tame di- you know, tame the T-Rexes, tame this, tame that. And I've watched people walk in, on, you know, on foot, no dinos whatsoever, and start taking everybody out. Because <laughs> they, they learn how to work everybody against everything. Yeah. I mean, I literally, this is no kidding, watched one guy and it was the wildest thing I've ever seen. He flew a Pteranodon up in the air, whistled it to follow him, jumped off, parachuted down, pegging people off with a machine gun. And as he got closer to the ground, got back on his pterodon, flew back up in the air where nobody could hit him, and repeated the process again. He did it two or three times and won the match that way. Wow. And then you you have the one that was an official, and this was on an official, yeah, this was one of the official games. They had another official game. A guy literally leveled up sitting up on the top platform in a stone house and pretty much sat there. Whatever he grabbed in the beginning of the game, because when you when you land, you can run to the center and grab the packages, or you can, you know, split and beat feet and jump, you know, because if you jump off, there's no damage from jumping from high heights in the survival of the fittest, unlike normal gameplay. Yeah, so you're, you're jumping a off, a, you know, <laughs> a 50-foot drop off the side of a mountain, and you, you take no damage. Mm. But, yeah, it's it's... It's nice, it's a strategy is what it is, you know. <laughs> it's like playing it, it's like playing it just normal. It's a strategy to how you want to set everything up. And I think once they start getting everything else into where they get the different tech tiers and um, get what the actual storyline is behind it, the game will actually get pretty interesting.
1: I, did. Oh, yeah. I I thought about playing this once, and I, I ran it by Ray, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't, I'm not gonna do that. So then I sort of put it out of mind. But man, if you want to throw down, Mackie, let's do that some night. I'd be I'd be up for that.
0: <laughs> I did
1: play a Hunger Games s mod to one of the Minecraft packs, and it. it lasted three and a half hours. And me and this, um, <laughs> it was a bunch of us. Uh, uh, the old late night steamer gang, and I, um, I'm not saying you know I can't remember how we picked the teams, but like it was like Sir Viper and uh, Linux for Life, and then I got paired up with Viper's girlfriend Tana keela and you know I'm like okay Tana, and then we went in our own little voice chat room. I'm like okay this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna run to the center of the map. We're gonna build straight up. And then we're just going to make wheat and farm until they can finally knock us off the platform. It took them like three hours to knock us off this platform. We had this huge field of wheat. It was hilarious. (laughs) All we did, like they're sitting here making like explosives and arrows and bows and making all this diamond armor. And we're up there just, you know, making bread. (laughs) It was the best time ever.
0: Well, that's one way to do it. We went on farming sim. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what the actual uh, term terminology for that actually game mode is, but I've done that once, <laughs> and it, was, it was quite a fair bit of fun. Although, admittedly, uh, when we uh, the group that I was with, we were, oh, this is a small group of YouTubers, and we were all recording it. That mm-hmm. we had more fun, when we were dead. And basically, going around to the uh, r- r- following the other um, oh, yeah. competitors around and doing commentary, mm-hmm. and yeah, <laughs> just doing like a running commentary on it, like the uh, the people <laughs> that we saw, and that was uh, that was even just as more fun actually going through and actually doing the uh, um, survival thing. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do they have the uh, the shadow spectator mode in mm-hmm.
2: uh, okay and survival of the fittest. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean. If it, I, I, I'll tell you, if you want to see interesting competition, and it, it's not like everybody's, you know, it's not like you, me, or Ray logging on to a, an official server where as soon as you log on, bump, you're going to get wiped out. There's a strategy to it, and you'd be surprised how many times you'll see, like, if they're playing, because there's different modes. I think you can play one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three, you know, a, a number of people in tribes. And there's a lot of them that are doing just, you know, one person a tribe or two persons a a tribe. And you'd be surprised on the official ones when they do the tournaments to how close these people come to each other and don't even realize they're that close. Oh, yeah. They could be be running over to tame a dino and sitting, you know, if you look at a real life perspective, 50 feet up the hill from where they're at the bottom sits another tribe with, you know, their T Rex and, the whole night <laughs> up there and they don't see them. And the person down at the bottom of the hill doesn't see them at the top. But when you're looking at the spectator mode, it's like, whoa, how did they pass He's each right other?
1: right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It. I, I will admit this game, the, 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 the levels. Now I've only played on the original map and they've since released more. Is that correct? The, the, yeah. the, the, the maps that they built are static, right? You know, there's only a couple of different maps, but the maps are huge. Walking across them is death. Flying across them still takes a few minutes of flying, right? Even at a a fast speed. mm -hmm. And the vegetation in some of the parts of it are just ridiculously thick. Like the the jungle foresty sections are almost impenetrable. Like you can't walk a, a large dinosaur through there without just wrecking all the trees, right?
2: He ain't played the redwood forest part yet. I have not. <laughs> We've got to so,
1: drag you on. So inevitably, that's why when you start out in the game, it always for new players it dumps you on the beach because the beach, for the most part, is a protected. You know, it's not a protected. It's it, almost
2: it, a safe spot.
1: Yeah, it's a safe spot, and, and of I course, safer spot. <laughs> yeah. No. So. There, Okay. Unless you go to the northwest beach and then you're just dead.
2: <laughs> the very first time I ever played Ark in single player, I logged in at South 1 and took literally a half a step in turn and looked at the face of a T-Rex and died. <laughs> I heard boom, boom, and that was before <laughs> I even know you could turn the camera shake down and all that. It, it was literally the whole screen started shaking, and I'm like, I turned, I literally turned the mouse and turned around, and here was the T Rex on top of me.
1: Well, that was a good game. And I was like, okay, well, that was a short-lived game. Let's start
2: again. But I mean, they've redone it since then, so a, a lot of times the south end of the islands, the safer, yeah. of the places to spawn.
1: You know, the extreme northwest and the extreme northeast seem like the most, well, you know, on the surface, the terrible places. Mm-hmm. There's like a mountain and then there's an island out there that's just pure death unless you're <laughs> high level.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, oh, yeah. Me.
1: And that's another thing. You think, okay, well, you know, the dinosaurs can't swim that well, so you go into the water. No, that's a mistake, too. There's piranha. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everywhere oh, piranha. You have you have now. You have piranhas and leeches if you're in the swamp area. Oh yeah, yeah. Because
1: there wasn't enough death.
2: <laughs> well, now, oh, not not only do you have death now, you have death and disease. Because <laughs> if you get the disease leech, you get a disease, and then you have to make the the antidote to <sighs> counteract it. <sighs> Which I mean, I like <laughs> it because it adds a level of. Not just run around, kill dinos, try and tame them. True. And take over the map. It actually gives you a level of, okay, am I just going to blatantly run through this water and not even think about what's in it? Because True. they've changed. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, but looking, even before we modded the dino levels, when we played regular vanilla, it used to be the piranhas always attacked you the minute you hit the water. Hmm. Probably two updates ago, I noticed they changed the mechanic a little bit where you could get a little ways out. Before, you know, used to be you hit, you, you mm-hmm. went off the, the beach, touched the water, and 18 piranhas were on you. Now you can go a little further and out.
1: Like ankle deep water. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, yeah. And if they're, if they're not congregating on you because, I mean, now you got the mega piranha, you got the saber tooth salmon, and now you have the leeches and the. The jungle part of it.
1: So, sort of on this subject, how do you think this compares and contrasts to some of these other survival games? And I, I wrote down a bunch here, like Rust, Space Engineers, Stranded Deep, the original Turok, and maybe even some of the Minecraft variants. This sounds exactly like the same problem that sort of turned me off from Stranded Deep, where in Stranded Deep, you know, you're on desert islands all the time and you're just traveling between islands but god help you if you fell in the water because it's just always sharks you know it's just like the, yeah. the stress of travel of crossing water you know the uh, before they patched it you'd be walking mm. along an arc and you you know you'd survive everything up to that point and then here you go you got a river crossing and you're like i'm gonna die this is where i die <laughs> you know
2: pretty much
0: yeah, um, I'm surprised they didn't actually, put
1: quicksand we... in there too. You know, you're just like,
2: sure, why not?
0: Just well, completely. Not? That might be
2: down the road somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I put <laughs> that idea in their head. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, with 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 a game like Stranded Deep, there's you basically it's got your own, your only you got survival there. There's no, from what I understand, what I've seen, there's yes. no real um There's depth no PvP. To, oh, not even PvP. There's very little PVE. Yeah. As far as I've seen,
2: I mean, to me, mean, Rust is the same way. I mean, from what I mean, I haven't played Rust, but I mean, I've seen you know the the videos mm-hmm. of it, and it's just like, okay, we build this big base, and now we have a whole group of people they're going to go try and tear it down, yeah, by you know C four and yeah. all. I mean, it's
1: they're half naked, wearing signs. The,
2: yeah, the, <laughs> the same concept of what <laughs> Mark is if you're playing on the official servers, or if you know if, if you're. There are unofficials out there that that's all the people want to do is, hey, how can I build this base that you're not going to get in it? Yeah. But then again, you know, if you're putting gates in the front of your base and they have monkeys, all they're going to do is throw them over and open the gate and bump you're in the base.
1: Yeah, see, Rust and uh, ARK's official servers literally just... that level of play it's almost like mutually assured destruction you know you could guarantee that somebody you're going to you're going to build your base up to the point where
2: somebody's going to notice it and then come along and just destroy you <laughs> you know i mean the thing i don't like about it and i saw it in the last patch note if you literally have to go put in in the server settings to disable that between this time and this time you can't rate a base then it's not worth getting on because you know all right I, i'm on now playing my base what's to say ray comes on at his time and says okay yeah. well Mac, Mackey's built a building now i'm going to go steal everything that he's worked hours on
1: wait so they're doing it you know so people for ten,
2: 10 minutes yeah they, they literally have while they're sleeping or not on the official, but on the unofficial servers. Yeah, you can set it to where you know, say between midnight and three in the <laughs> morning, or midnight and six, or whatever.
1: That's right, because there's a game you mechanic can't where when you log off, your body just stays there sleeping. So right. pe- people can do, and they have done unimaginable lo- things. Lo- looking at you them. two, they have done it. Um, <laughs> unimaginable <laughs> yeah, things not, to my female. Done. I haven't done anything. Female character. <laughs> Who showed up naked and afraid out in the bush <laughs> and starving. <laughs> and, and that's right. They, they even have things in the game where you can actually shackle people and you could keep them alive in a cage as your gimp.
2: Like, now, it's weird. <laughs> now, something I have seen, and this might be down Ray's alley since some of the stuff I've seen him do where he likes to role play. There is a group of guys out there that literally have an ARC server and... And there is a role play. Um, I'm trying to think of the word now. It basically when they're on there, it, it's it, it's almost like sitting there watching a movie. <laughs> they're literally sitting there. You know, the one guy's character walks up, and of course, they've got the the chat on because if you have the the toggle to talk on, the character's lips actually move. Mm-hmm. so i mean like one of the episodes i watched they literally walk into this this house they all sit down at the table and they're discussing you know who's the sheriff of this area and who mm-hmm. can't do this and who can't and it was literally a whole storyline that went through the whole thing
1: you've been the same guy and
2: the same, the guy, lens, and, and the, the same <laughs> guy was had, had five different role plays for arc on Five different servers, and it was a whole group of them. And you know, one was you know, it looked like the Wild West. One of them looked like you know, it was a futuristic <laughs> like, setup, and all. It was actually pretty wild, and it, it's neat to see what people can do with that mechanic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The thing I don't like is Wildcard said, "Okay, we're going to take the center map." The one thing I don't agree with what they did when you were talking about maps is it's a nice map but they left it to the mod developer to update it so when you have and you and ray contested this the spawn mechanics were so messed up on it hmm. that yeah what almost three months we played on it it, it was just Something you know go yeah. you go on one spot and you'd have 600 parasaur running around you walk ten feet over, and there's thirty tricks running around with twenty five hundred snakes all over the place. It, it was <laughs> the way they had the spawn mechanic, and everybody kept, you know, it, they went on and questioned Wildcard Studio about it, or Studio Wildcard about it, and they're like, "That map is being maintained by the mod author." Well, that's mm-hmm. fine if you want to put it in, but then you gotta have, you gotta jump on. The- say okay the spawn mechanics ain't working you need to hop in and fix this the same as we hop in and fix any client or server issues we have with the game it's four months later they're just you know he put a comment out because i went and read it and said i want to be able to get the redwood biome in this but you know the 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 caves tidied up or fixed up along with the spawn mechanics and i'm going to do one mega release on it well that's fine now are you when you do this mega release are you going to turn around and update anything that's broke after it's released Mm -hmm. in a timely manner or do we have to wait another four or five months it's a nice map
1: on that subject like and this is one thing that sort of broke me with early access too was i joined minecraft when it was still alpha and i rode the entire wave until it was released and then by the time it got released I was just done with minecraft and I put it down for like a year and a half <laughs> do you think that there these small incremental updates from the the early access are basically ruining the final product or I mean I realize that they're they the users are the beta testers ultimately but like do you think by the time it actually does get released whenever that is that, you guys are going to be so burnt out on it that you just don't want to play it
0: anymore. I would say no, because again, we uh, we mod the the living daylights out of, out of the uh, game itself, and we we basically add additional content to the game that interests us. So we shape the gameplay every time we reboot to something different. So we've got something new. Based on the uh, like a, the uh, Arc platform, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, one thing I like in seeing some of the alpha games that I've played, and it's not a whole lot of them, but it's almost systematically to what they're adding. Like, for instance, your last update had the what the saber salmon in it. And then they had something else that came along with it. And then they went to this, okay, now we're going to expand the snow biome. We're going to put this redwood biome in because the dinos they're adding correspond with what they're putting in. So like the next update, now that you have mega piranha, saber tooth salmon, and and whatever else, they're now going to institute the fishing rod and fishing mechanics in it. (laughs) Mm. Along with adding two other dinosaurs. And it's, what makes it nice is, and I guess it's just it's going to take time for the the actual system itself to yeah. be able to configure, okay, like, for instance, they're adding an Allosaurus, which is like, you know, what, the next step up from a T-Rex or a Spino. They're I'm adding...
1: learning way too much about
2: dinosaurs playing this game. By the way,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did yeah, not that's... realize there was that many dinosaurs.
2: But that's what makes it interesting because it's you're continuously the, the game, hence the game. It's continuously evolving, and what and I guess the short of it is they're adding things to the game that are keeping people interested. Where you know, and I'll, I'll reference the space engineers because I know it's going to get under Ray's skin. Mm-hmm they add stuff, but they haven't fixed the bugs that were wrong with it first before they add yep. up the new content where, you know, here's Studio Wildcard's adding new dinosaurs, new, new breeding mechanics or fishing mechanics, you know, yeah, they're going to put it out. And within 24 hours, 6 hours, 8 hours, 2 days, They're going to be right on top of fixing whatever broke when they added the new stuff to it, which keeps it interesting because it's not continuously breaking the game.
0: It's additive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that and the uh, the actual the base game mechanics doesn't bog down your systems in pointless computations, Mm -hmm. modded or not.
2: Yeah, and I mean they're continuously fixing the GPU and CPU usage of the game, even in the uh, even in the little updates that they that they put out. And I mean, you know, when you're talking about games that are crashing systems, whether it's on the client side or the server side to have to, to me, it makes it a beneficial game. If the company is going to say, okay, boom, I'm going to have a fix out for you. It's being done. Now we'll have it out in the next eight hours. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something I like where, you know, I like space engineers, but I don't want to have to wait till the following Mm -hmm. Thursday to wait for an update.
1: It's just not notch and yens typing away and (laughs) two laptops and (laughs) across the sea.
2: Yeah, I mean it just it's it's one of the few games I like how they're running how they're doing the stuff and I mean one of the one of the things they said was there's a hundred dinos that they're going to put in this game, but they're all not going to be released at the same time. So they're they're releasing them in increments of like two, three, or four every so many patches and stuff like that's what keeps the game interesting
1: so uh, let's touch on the building mechanics and the, 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 the crafting of buildings and stuff I know Ray this is mm-hmm. a, it's a touchy subject for you so I'll just let you that's all Ray's department. You,
0: you got the floor
1: <laughs> speak away what do you think of the, the building
0: the building mechanics uh, to be honest I don't find them bad uh, they do Admittedly, coming from the Fallout 4, um, <laughs> ev- even the, the, the modded Fallout 4 uh, scene with the uh, building mechanics there, uh, there are uh, certain things that Studio Wildcard needs to let us do, and namely, that is uh, be able to clip into their, uh, the landscape a lot better than what, what, what we can do now. Uh, of course, there are some modded st- uh, things that we can basically uh, mold into the terrains so it actually looks good but it's not perfect uh it, 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 as you said it does get it does get under my skin if it gets under the skin of anybody who's got who suffer any minor compulsions or ocds as you will that they want to have things looking nice and if you've got like a gap or there's Admittedly, uh, with the actual building itself within ARC, um, it's actually kind of te- teaching me out of the, uh, the whole OCD, hmm. trying to get things exactly perfect. I mean, if it's close enough, it's good enough. And there's not a lot you can do about it. But um, there's it's, there's like other things you can do. There's more than one way to uh, basically skin a cat or thinking outside the box to do something different.
2: Oh, strip the hide off a of dino!
0: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> so, one thing I'd, I one thing I wish that they would take from something that I actually did enjoy in Space Engineers was, in Space Engineers, you had the ability to dig the actual mm. Earth or whatever down. You know, do you think that would be a horrible command? Uh, uh, I guess. Uh, option to where they give you a, a shovel that you could sort of modify the earth mm, even I rudimentarily
0: don't think... uh, I don't know. Know. honestly I've never really would have thought about like modifying the landscape as such um, maybe build be have the capacity to build it so up, so you can actually get flat terrain to work with the uh, building structures.
1: Is there's very little now,
0: flat terrain in this entire map, unless you're on the beach, true. right? Yeah. Oh, no, there There is actually a few uh, flatter uh, areas in the um the is it the island map? The is that what they call the first one?
2: Yeah, the island uh, map. The
0: Absolutely island map. The they actually map. have. They have got some areas that there are like flatter than the what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, getting to them is actually a bit of a hard part, but <laughs> it's just through the
1: swamp. What could possibly go wrong? Through the, through yeah. the
2: swamp and a left at Albuquerque. <laughs> minus the Five snakes and the six or the six T. Rexes that want to eat
0: you. All the the titan boas that are in the swamps that will yeah. put you out. <laughs> so mods obviously in the pure
1: versus modded uh argument you guys heavily fall into the modded community uh Uh, so (laughs) which mods do you think hurt or help the game like do do you do you feel like there are some mods that you absolutely have to install to sort of make the game playable and enjoyable versus just adding stuff to the game does that make sense like, do you think there's a mod out there that actually fixes something that you think is inherently wrong with the game?
0: I think yeah. some of the Dino overhauls, would you say?
2: Yeah, yeah the Dino overhauls, as far as setting the max levels. I mean, I like the one we're using. The only thing I don't like about it is I shouldn't have a trick that's going to run four times faster than I can run. And <laughs> a, 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 at a speed of like six hundred percent.
1: Oh, you did. You did.
2: Oh. Ask Ray. A trike chased me around in the little cove that we're in, through the water, over the other island, up over the rocks, back down. I mean, we were zigzagging <laughs> around before he killed me because I ran out of arrows. <laughs> and I'm like, my speed's at like six hundred percent. Which I mean, you know, I, only... I should be the flash of running through the screen.
1: My only defense is going to be the uh, the
0: Dark Souls defense. Get good, yo. Get good. <laughs> yeah, admittedly, with those o- overhauls and th- those sort of things, they do ramp up the difficulty. So I suppose if we actually went back to a, a vanilla state, we'd probably feel... I, I don't know whether the, there wasn't... An, yeah, we, we would feel like, like overpowered because <laughs> we're used to... Things that even like with even with our modded stats, even with our modded goods, mm-hmm. with the, some of the dinosaur overhauls that we've put in, especially with the one that we've got in now and our, uh, pri- well, I suppose it's semi-private community server that uh, I run for myself and people on my channel and anybody who wants to join, really. Um, yeah, there,
2: the-
1: plug
0: away. <laughs> yeah, P- plug away if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, if you wanna get in on the uh, server, contact the uh what is it the XP uh, podcast at uh what's the email address got? No. <laughs> <It's> XPQuest <laughs> at gmail dot com. Thank you. There you go. Or check
2: out Ray's YouTube channel, leave him a comment.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that'll do it too. That's the easier um, way to do it, honestly. I don't read email.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I'll <laughs> DJ seven to the email.
0: Yeah, search for me, RayTac, on YouTube. Uh, I'm the only one that's on there, so... Click the link yep. at the bottom of the I- iTunes. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it, too. Uh, what was the original question? I, I totally forgot. Talking about
1: the modded. Mods versus mod, mod Pure versus modded. <laughs> so,
2: something that I think... And, and, I mean, you can go in and tweak the settings. I'm going to be honest. I don't mind running the server. It's a pain in the behind when you got to go in and continue stop the server going and change tweak the settings for you know we'll say the baby maturation because there's mm. no real documents out there i mean you can go oh, yeah. on and search the server <laughs> commands and all but there's nothing to say okay it starts at Changing 1.
0: This- 0 you know <laughs> this figure will do this
2: yeah up it up at the 100 and your eggs are going to spawn 100 times faster or drop it the negative and they're going to spawn 100 times faster i remember it,
1: tweaking that and i'm I basically when i signed in my guy had constant diarrhea and i died <laughs> it like, was like there, there's like a poop setting that we tweaked as a joke yeah, okay. just everyone's running around pooping <laughs> everywhere it's like oh what is
2: going on I mean, it's it's nice, and there's one mechanic in it that I actually like, and it, it's the farming side of it. The thing I don't like is, okay, I go and I gather the thatch. I take my Fiomia, or as we call it, the poop machine, <laughs> stick it by it. Now, we're talking either vanilla or mod, because even the moddits haven't been able to tweak it to where it, well, at least the moddits we using. I shouldn't have to wait. Two and a half hours of real real lifetime, or however many cycles it is in the game, depending on which you got the setting set at, to wait for compost to put in my
1: uh-huh. farming
2: plot. Now, there is a mod, there is a couple mods out there that, like, literally within a minute or two or five minutes, it's done.
0: <laughs>
2: you know, but there, there should be some mechanics like, okay, you have berries, they're rotting away. Well, throw them in with the compost bin, like everybody else <laughs> does in real life. You know, it shouldn't just be thatch and poop. Throw whatever's going to spoil it and let that make the compost. But don't wait, make us wait, you know, four in game days or two and a half hours of sitting at the computer waiting for compost so that we can grow narco (laughs) berries or grow the crops to make the kibble to tame the dino.
0: Yeah, that would be really hard for a single player game, wouldn't it? (laughs) It's not quite so bad on multiplayer servers. You just put it in. Yeah, put it in. Yeah
2: yeah i mean that's it was it was that was one fault that I found in the game especially when you're trying to make the kibble
0: oh, actually make... speaking of like uh i suppose even game breaking uh settings or even the uh, the new breeding mechanics where you have to um provide care for your... In vanilla, you have to provide care for your baby dinosaurs every three hours if you want the maximum imprinting bonus. As Every three in-game hours, and that can go on for days. Nope.
2: Oh, what, like your egg hatch and it took almost twenty uh, eight Basically, hours?
1: Basically, ignore your real children so you can mm. play with your digital children. Yeah, yeah every three hours you, you have to
2: like get up and... St- Well, it was the same thing with the the egg breeding. Okay,
1: so this is a a come-to-Jesus reality moment, okay? Um, I just looked up all our stats, okay? In Steam, it's got me listed at 95 hours played in this game, which (laughs) I think is a significant amount for the most part, but, you know, I still... I, I, I would play it, but I would play it for, like, three weeks as my solo game, and then I just stopped, you know? So Raytech, mm-hmm. let's look at you. Four hundred and forty-one <laughs> oh, no. hours. Oh no, it gets so much hey, worse. So much worse. It, you, you it has
0: not. It, it has not got up to my my record of Skyrim. So <laughs> <laughs> four
1: hundred and forty-one hours in Ark. And our esteemed guest, why he was invited to this podcast, Mackie four one nine on Steam, one thousand and eighty-three hours on record. Okay, that that tops my Skyrim hours <laughs> actually. <laughs> Is the shame here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not me. So, uh, you, somebody had written in, what's a good unofficial server for people to play on? And you, know, you could self-pimp our your own server. But, like, w- what are some of the ones you guys have had fun on besides your own server, obviously? <laughs> the best
2: way to do uh, it is way... do it yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, do it yourself.
2: Yeah, pretty I mean, I've much. had fun on... I, I was a Twitch subscriber to, to Drax, so, you know, as a a benefit to his followers, he opened, you know, it, uh, originally it was a vanilla. Now he's got a vanilla and a modded server for, you know, his patrons and Twitch subscribers. Nice. That's the only yeah. one I've ever been on. Like I said, I tried an official server once, and that lasted all of about 10 minutes, and then I said, forget it. Mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't going to run. It, it's bad enough I got to run around from dinos. I don't feel like having to run around from 20 guys chasing me down the beach with shotguns, machine guns, trank darts, and the whole nine yards, and I can't get five <laughs> feet down the beach.
1: Not fun.
2: They're yeah. Like, New I mean that, blood! <laughs> and, I mean, granted, you can find servers out there that are just PVE, or you can find ones that are, I mean, but if you want to sit there and go through, you know, A million different servers to find one that's going to fit what you want you know how much do they have the taming rate set the gather rate you know the whole nine yards do they allow pvp is it strictly pv you know if you want to sit there and go through all them servers that's fine you know more power to you but
1: so on, on that subject you got the ease of setting up servers in here i remember when i did it i you know this is from my minecraft days where actually i've ran what I would consider like an enterprise Minecraft server where we had like a hundred concurrent users logged in and I'm, you know, dealing with big, you know, hardware. I tried my hardest as an it professional to set up my own server to run out of my own house. And I've just finally just threw in the towel and I'm like, I'm not doing this. (laughs) And eventually, I just, I, our original server, I just went out to a hosting company basically that specializes in it. But mm-hmm. have you, what are your thoughts on this? Have they improved that experience or are you still using another hosting company?
2: I switched hosting companies from the one that you had originally. <laughs> I, I, it, it took, to, not to mention hosting company names, but the one that, You originally had, DJ, when I set up the test one, just to sit and mess around with mods when we originally had the first. It was nice. It was nice to be able to point, click, point, click, you know, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. But then to go in and actually have to edit something and find out where it is, it took me another 20 minutes to go online to pull up what file I had to go in to find it, which is, you know, I don't mind doing. I'd rather have the hands on and know where I have to go look. But the response time sometimes when you sent a trouble ticket in, and the amount of time, this is no lie, the, the one we were with and the one we, I'm with now, I literally had both of them running. I stopped them both at the same time. I started them both at the same time. 35 minutes for the one host, <laughs> five minutes for the other one to restart it. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if it has to do with because one server's running window-based and one's running Linux-based. So I don't know if it's how their servers are set up. The one I'm with now, I like the ease of, I can go in and edit, you know, if Ray says to me, hey, change the gather rate so we can get more berries or whatever. I can go in while we're playing on there, edit the game mini, and then when I reset the server, bump, it kicks the new mini file in. I don't have to stop the server to copy it from the server to my computer, uh, edit it, yeah. and then yeah. wait to upload it.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the, the interface at your new company is a lot easier is what it is. But yeah. ultimately, probably the newer company has a lot less density. So like the old company, they're probably, for what I was paying, was probably running like, you know, 89 servers on one single piece of hardware versus on your new company, you probably have less. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's so the same the, price as the old company. Yeah, so <laughs> it is what it uh-huh. is. I mean, the one thing that I do like that Ark is now getting into, or that Studio Wildcard's getting into, is they're trying to compress when the servers save the game so that you don't get that server lag. But now, with because they're supporting the modding community, instead of me having to go in, you know, and I, I do it each day just because I know Ray gets one and wants to play and do whatever, I'll go in in the morning and in the afternoon, check, make sure nothing's updated. I can actually go in and set it to the server itself because there's a command that Studio Wildcard put out that monitors if any of the mods that you have installed update and it hmm. will automatically update them.
0: Nice. Mm, that's nice. That's it.
2: I haven't figured out how to do the command yet, but we're getting there. <laughs>
0: <Because> <laughs> again, and,
2: and this is where it comes in because if you ever go in and look at the patch notes and it says, okay, you can go in and change this mechanic. You know, like I'm looking right now on the screen, it tells you, you know, you can sp- specify a manual list of the Steam Workshop mods, maps, and the whole nine yards. Well, that's fine, but that's all they tell you. They just give you an example. It doesn't tell you where you, ha- or How? I mean, it tells you <laughs> it's got to go in the game any, but it doesn't say, okay, it's got to go here or it's got to go there. Or, you know, when you get into the other mechanics of the game where you're trying to get into more in-depth stuff, You know, it it, they could have a little bit more uh trying to think of what the word is. Ease Uh, of use. Instruction. Instruction. Yeah, instructions on, you know, what to do. Yeah. You know. I remember YouTube for videos on how to do it. Lots and lots of Google searches.
1: (laughs) Welcome to IT.
2: why i got out of it so
1: <laughs> i think we've pretty much wrapped up arc here we've touched on just about everything i think we could possibly talk about except for you know dinosaur sex and breeding but we'll cover that on a different show
0: um <laughs> just don't look don't look don't, don't look, yeah, don't look.
2: <laughs> that's don't. the after hours
0: but if so god forbid you do
1: make eye contact with a t-rex when it's made <laughs> in. don't break eye contact it's a sign of dominance <laughs> So, <laughs> in uh, XP Quest news, uh, we don't have any, really, other than we're still chugging along. Uh, it seems like uh, Ray and I are sort of, we're aiming now for maybe an every week kind of a show, instead of every other week. So, we're going we're to shock people.
0: Or every now and then.
1: Every now and then-ish. I always add the word ish, as that's my legal disclaimer. Um, <laughs> if you have anything you'd like to talk to us about, you can send us an email at contact at xbquest.com. And in our finding time to grind, uh, what's everybody playing this week? What do you got down, Mackie?
2: Feed the Beast, Infinity, Evolve, ark. <laughs> and <laughs> Sim, Sim City here and there. But you know... You can tell Ark's more involved because of the number of hours played. You'll <laughs> <notice>. <laughs> but then again, Feed the Beast, I guarantee, is right up there with it.
1: Yeah, Feed the Beast Infinity oh, yeah. Evolved. You notice that I
0: don't have that written on my... We'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mackie, what, what do you, what's what's your uh, current uh, status on the uh, Evolved uh, map? Or mod things? Are you playing I Skyblock? I just restarted
2: a new map. No, I'm not playing Skyblock. Oh, that bored not me. He's
0: suicidal.
1: <laughs> Actually,
2: I played Feed the Beast Infinity on the hard mode, or the extreme hard, whatever it was. Ludicrous and it's the same mode. as playing... Well, it's the same as playing Skyblock. The recipes are pretty much the same. you know. It's, but
1: you have Earth, and you don't fall to your death.
2: <laughs> you do it if a creeper blows you up and you fall down. Or oh, the skeleton. 16 million times. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or you Ray trying to climb cables and miss the one cable and fall. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's I, I I'll be honest, I've actually gone back to playing the regular Evolve. What I'm trying to do this go around is actually pick a mod, say, you know, I'm just gonna throw it at the, an instance like say Thongcraft and actually work the way all the way through the progression of it.
1: That's where I mm. that's where I died. I'm just like, And then I, I'm you know, out.
2: or pick another one and <laughs> you know and actually Try not to go from the first minute you start to the end of the end stage of the game where you have the ender core. We'll have to walk outside the front door.
0: Yeah. Um, we still got everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a little blip. We're good. Oh, okay. Blips are okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'll the be fl- honest. I the was, flux
1: uh, capacitor I- is flexing. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean i I'd actually like what I might try and do is actually follow Ray's sky block in a regular infinity involved in the same progression that he took and i might I might do that on the next map because it's not you know it it's funny you laugh at that, but you think it's easier because you're actually standing on the ground well yeah, it's not exactly easy to find a desert when you spawn in the middle of fourteen different biomes oh yeah. Yeah. And you got to go search mm. for sand because you need to get, <laughs> you know, six hundred pieces of glass, and your little beach one there only has fifty pieces.
1: So here's the thing no. I, I love about watching Ray Tech play, right? Be it Space Engineers or Infinity Evolve Skyblock, he builds his tech to the point where it just almost destroys his game with frame rate. <laughs> it was much worse than Space Engineers. Like you would, lo- you would just turn around and look, and just you could see your game just go. So
0: <laughs> like, turn around and look so at the processing plant. Yeah. Mini
1: windmills.
2: <laughs> what, what was out oh, no, uh, of Space Engineers was my God! It's spinning around. My game has stopped.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I the, dug the, a
2: 14 foot, 1400 foot wide hole with my auger and now it won't move. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: had, it was the centrifuges. That's what That's what destroyed yeah. space engineers. He added a mod <laughs> and now and trying to add centrifuges. Now you like, know
0: not to do that. <laughs> don't try and process 100,000 tons of ore, ore and stone at the same time. <laughs> It just doesn't work, even though you you should be able to do it. <laughs> well, you should, but the game ain't optimized to do it yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, I mean,
2: I hope I hope somewhere down the road they do, because it, it, it's a nice game. And actually mm. seeing some of the guys streaming on Twitch on the servers, I mean, they're getting just as frustrated because they, you know, when the update comes out, their servers broke for two or three days till they can find a workaround to be able to log in and be able to do what they were doing.
1: Yes, you space know, engineers yeah. needs uh, applied
0: energistics. That's where I'll leave that. Okay. Raytech, what do you play? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still playing uh, Infinity Involved Skyblock. I've, I've actually managed to get jetpacks. Woo-hoo! So, yeah. That, that'll be coming out in an episode probably now we'll in die the next twice few days. <laughs> 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 It'll be over uh, to Alan st- Hover. Ooh
2: well there's going
0: to be a a bit of a quicker way up to the windmill farm Uh, and also with the uh, logistics auto crafting uh, it's getting a little out of hand you think (laughs) (laughs) now i have the machines making machines making machines (laughs) they're learning they're learning (laughs) be afraid So uh, yeah, still enjoying that that little uh, puzzle box. So that, that's uh, still plugging along. Um, I'm still uh, playing the uh, FTV regrowth. Where I'm still play testing 1.0. Uh, we're in the about the third stage of the pre-release. Um, there's no uh, site for the uh, the actual release of uh, 1.0, but uh, it's probably somewhere around there. And uh, yeah, the the uh, quest book it was definitely changed in a few places, uh, probably for the better actually. Especially with a few of the uh, mod updates on that pack. Um, I've recently launched Subnautica on my channel because I've always wanted to do it, Woo-hoo. and it was I found it was a good t- good time to uh, do that because. I got to the point when Sim- with SimCity was uh, losing interest to, to me and everywhere else, like, like on the channel. So I decided it was time for a change. And, of course, in the... Uh, <laughs> and uh, with the... Sorry, um, <laughs> In the downtime, I've been playing Ark. Of course, logging onto that every every couple of every try and log in every day, do a little bit here. <laughs> Get and Get your now. dinosaur on. Get my dinosaur on. But uh, something's been cu- cutting into that, and that's Pokemon. Pokemon Sims- Go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's Pokemon No Go.
0: No, the servers the are not po- responding, and in, in U.S. U.S. it's bad. I don't know. The last <laughs> twenty four hours has been pretty good. What have you guys been doing to it? I, there's, it's.
1: Did you just go and break I, it again? I think the police are shooting it or something.
2: I don't know what's going on. With <laughs> well, Pokemon. when you stand outside the police station to catch the Pokemon and don't go in and tell them <laughs> why you're hiding in their bush trying to catch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with, with phones out and whatnot.
2: That's actually a literally <laughs> true story. There was a police station here in Baltimore. Strictly said... If you were there playing Pokemon Go while you're walking down a street and you have for some reason to stand in front of the police station, make sure you walk in and tell somebody so they know why you're standing out there holding your phone. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I will admit the police are kind of on crazy high alert right now.
2: (laughs) I'll be honest. Not
1: so much in Cincinnati, but I could could see it on the news.
2: (laughs) The police are even playing it. Trust me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't doubt that.
0: Well, according, to, according cool. to my uh, service status checker, all the servers are online. So, oh, hang on, no, they're not. Australia is uh, not. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no e- e- the try to uh, log EU, in. S- some, of, some of the e- EU is online. Yeah. Um, Holy crap, it actually worked! It actually logged in. This
1: is the first time in a day I've gotten in. Oh.
0: Well, I've got about another kilometer to go on my 10-kilometer egg, and I can't wait. Oh, look, a Pidgey.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm, clo- <laughs> I'm
0: closing the app what, down. Sitting,
2: at, sitting at your front window? Oh, yeah, it's in my driveway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been playing uh, Pokemon No, as I call it. <laughs> uh, there has been two events that we tried to actually attend here in Cincinnati. One of them was at that Jungle Gems that I talked to <laughs> you about. Where everyone's just hyping like, "Oh my God, this is gonna be awesome! We're gonna show up. It's gonna be a big nerd fest. If we're gonna be fighting Pokemon, great. Right?
2: And then the
0: and servers, they patched the
1: game. Yeah, and the servers were completely unavailable during that time.
2: <laughs> they actually had that here in, in uh, Ellicott City, the historical Elegant City. They literally had a Sunday where they invited everybody to come out because yeah. two, three weeks ago, they said they had more people walking. At, at, and the town's not that big. You can literally walk from one end of Ellicott City to the other downtown, <laughs> and they've got umpteen Pokestops, umpteen Gyms up and down the road. But they had when it first came out, they had more people in that little town than they had on Black Friday for Christmas.
1: Nice, yeah. And so see, that's that we did uh, in our Pokemon show. What was that episode eight or seven? I can't uh, even remember at this yeah, point.
0: That would have that would have been night.
1: Yeah, it was eight um we talked about that phenomenon where it's just like it's exploding for like local businesses so um i have been playing a modded minecraft uh still for where i'm I'm beta testing these guys real they call it the real life rp role play or something it is weird uh. because I'm digging this huge cavern and I just made the what I called the smeltery of the gods. It's a tinkers construct 7x7x7 smeltery. And it's completely filled up with copper. I I, I have too much <laughs> I have way too much copper. I'm just going to make I'm going to pave the streets in copper, but some of the people on this <laughs> on the channel are actually getting to the point where they're building, like, nuclear bombs and planes and helicopters and tanks. And here I am just, like, paving, you know, my, my base in, in copper. So I think I'm a little bit behind on the tech curve.
0: <laughs> I would say so. If you're just, like, smelting uh, copper and everybody else is...
1: <laughs> yeah, they're building... No, no, no. We're using um, Flan's Mod Pack.
0: I'm oh, not sure yeah. If you... Yeah. So, one
1: of the guys on the server was synthesizing biochemical weapons, and something went wrong, and it it got loose in his base, and it destroyed his entire base. It's unlivable now. (laughs) Like, he died, he was begging the server admins to revert the server, it basically just he resident eviled his own base it was hilarious <laughs> i haven't laughed that hard in a long time watching you know a minecraft chat screen he's like
2: please fix it you know he's just
1: like he it's unlivable awesome that's what you get for playing with death so uh <laughs> after the fallout show like i guaranteed i started replaying fallout 4 in survival mode which is uh, you sucker for Oh, you suck Oh my God, it is pain. It is the it is the path of, of of bad choices. It the fact that you can't fast travel, and you can't save. Just oh my god,
0: it is. At least they, they did give you a patch where you could save on, on long. Yeah, you could save on, on, the on exit. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you just close the game, it uh, it auto saves, and you can pick it right back up. Uh, so basically. I've only progressed to where I'm in the first town, uh, sanctuary, and I'm walking into, to, to meet, what's his name that I hate? Um, Codsworth. Preston's. Preston. Oh, Preston, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got Codsworth. I I got a base. I got a, a, you know, I got my, got my bed. I got me some stuff up. But I cannot get past that first, uh, that first battle with the, um, with a death claw, you know, in the armor, mm-hmm. died. You, you, I've died six you, times, and I'm like, oh, you were talking about rage there, quitting.
0: There, there is a cheat you can do with that, you know. <laughs> you, Just not go in. You no, you get, your, get your power armor, jump down, go into a building. Buildings are not destructible. Death claws can't get indoors. That is true. Okay, maybe I'll try that.
1: <laughs> just to get pe- you know just to get the plot going here, you know because what you can't do anything in the entire game until you get past that fight. <laughs> but with no fast travel and no saves and no uh, quick saves, you're pretty much stuck like if when I load the game, it's like a 20 minute walk just to get to that point in the game. so <laughs> mm. uh, so uh, I was drunk one night and reloaded Bioshock still as good as i thought it was i just that is seriously
0: that game is still in my top five games i love so i i've still i've actually yet to play the uh, bioshocks again it's one of the the three the many trilogies that i have on my steam list that (laughs) i have to play one of these decades i'll tell you play one and three two is kind of so
2: um yeah i did that for the xbox
1: and uh, Lord of the Rings online, uh, I play it every now and then, but I saw from our, our sister podcast Lotroplayers.com uh, they released a patch that was destructive. like it was like the Pokemon Go kind of destructive. It was like <laughs> a, it was like a, a multiple gigabyte
0: download patch. They're no, like, that's, that's, that's a regular that's a regular yeah, arc
1: update. yeah it's it's a regular arc <laughs> update, but people at Lotro <laughs> were like they didn't know how to handle it, so and their servers and their servers don't run that fast for patching. so if you look in my what I played this week, it says I played three hours of Lotro, but I didn't play a second of Lotro. It just the thing was patching itself, so
2: <laughs> oh so you were having a raid you were having a raid download
1: <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, on to the uh, donations, uh, I put that we have currently 1 million supporters on Patreon. Uh, If you would like support shows like the Players' Alliance and XP Quest, go to the donations page where you can support the Players' Alliance on Patreon, and there you will find rewards including a mention on the podcast of your choice, or even a guest for an episode on XP Quest. I guarantee if you support us... We're easy. Yeah. If you support us and you come on to XP Quest as a guest, I will make fun of you. We'll love you, but be ready for some, you know, some some gym shenanigans. We give each other crap, so... (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> Shut up! You're not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, guest. <laughs> uh, you can contact us at uh, podcast at xpquest. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, the Players Alliance is at Players Ally. Uh, of course, at xpquest at djpempti and at Raytech Rages, and of course, uh, <laughs> Raytech YouTube's over at uh, YouTube slash user slash Raytech Rages. And our guest, uh, Mackie419, this is his official handle. Uh, you can find him at Mackie419 on Twitter. So, uh, the Players Alliance live shows every Monday night at 8.30 Eastern. You have DDO Players News every Thursday night-ish, with hair quotes. Uh, somewhere between 8 and 9. We're, we're flexible. Uh, we have XP Quest. And the last Friday of every month, you have Lotro Academy, and of course, our flagship, the Lotro Players News, every Saturday at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time. You could always join our live shows at slash live And Ray and I have talked, and uh, we're, we're having a little bit. I'm having some uh, communication issues with the guys over at Avalon, so we're gonna we're gonna curb that show until we sort of work things out. So, next episode, I threw an idea out. I'm like, just let's go old school. And Ray just blurted out Ultima 3. I'm like, damn it, we're playing Ultima 3. So, we're doing <laughs> Ultima 3. If you want to play along with us, I know it is definitely available on GOG. There's a really good playable launcher that GOG puts out. And I think you could get Ultima 1, 2, and 3 for like a dollar or something. It's ridiculously cheap. So, wh- why Ultima 3?
2: Like, what... What is Ultima Three? You don't even yeah. know. You be
1: quiet,
0: guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an RPG. A, a Actually, school it's RPG. A, not even an RPG. It's a character RPG. See <laughs> yeah. RPG, if you will. Rock, roll, grenade. Um, back in the day when we had district when we had like, disk drives when you actually would uh, take the disk out and flip it over and so put so it in the other on the <laughs> other side
2: so basically it's the first version of fallout uh no this is even way oh, before way before, that. before like fallout. your
1: character that you move around is like an ascii stick figure
0: oh, okay I, 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 no actually they no they had actually evolved to pixels okay they had pixels at that yeah, point yeah it, it was it was flat pixels it, it, wasn't it, like, it was uh, like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like nethack nethack because it was actually yeah yeah (laughs) just ascii code uh, at least it had it it just ascii code Ultima 3 had graphics very simple ones though very simple ones but i have like
1: pre-nES era rpg
0: i guess that's the best way to put it right well actually nes was a i don't don't know if the nes was around 64 or not Yeah. yeah
2: Amiga, Apple II, Atari 8, Atari ST, Commodore 64.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm playing. Oh, okay, <laughs> but mm. Gog has Actually, a Gog. When you go to Gog, they have a fantastic thing where they've already slipstreamed it into like DOSBox, so even on the newest computers, when you download it from Gog, it'll just run every time. But it like and... it'll, it'll make you blind. It's that pixelated. <laughs> Don't play it on a huge monitor.
0: (laughs) Like, play it on your phone for the best experience. (laughs) And it'll probably take you about, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds to download. Yeah. If that.
2: And five minutes to beat it.
0: It's meant
1: to be played off a floppy disk. (laughs) So, Ultima 3, that's that's what we're doing. Possibly next week, a week from now. So, Join us in. Uh, Mac, you got any final thoughts? Anything that's uh, without cuss words, of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. Other than that.
0: And And, uh... my final thought is, avoid the things with big, sharp, pointy teeth.
2: (laughs) And don't walk in front of a car while trying to catch a Pokemon.
1: I mean, no. that too <laughs> that's or a train service announcement <laughs> <laughs> that's my service announcement uh, my good
2: deed for the year is done now
1: <laughs> okay well we're getting the show thank you everyone for listening and uh see, you next time. see ya,
0: see ya. You gotta download the manual.
1: Hell yeah, we're downloading the manual. Get the spellbook. <laughs> <at it. laughs>
0: yeah, you're gonna have to learn the spellbook's gonna have to be a, a must download as well. I'm gonna have to print that out, and have it next to me. Ain't it? <laughs> uh, back in my days, we used to have to memorize <laughs> the spells. <laughs> oh,
2: that's good. Uh, back in my day, what was was a. <laughs> yeah it was arrow keys
1: yeah, up down left right i think
0: that's what this game
1: <laughs> is it's arrow keys
0: oh yeah it's it's all arrogant. the m- mice were not invented <laughs>